what's going on listeners welcome back to the con welcome back to the come on man podcast episode five we're here with a special guest one of my favorite persons i like to be with with my wife's stepfather mr lining ray nichols how you doing how you oh, feel okay how we doing <laughs> um oh i'll 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 Basically, want to thank you for coming on the podcast and you know sharing your stories okay. and everything. And basically, we just want to kind of dive in uh, what 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 it is to be a man or what men are dealing with in society today. And I know we we have some topics here that we want to talk about. Um, what about uh, yeah? So like I said, what about the? I know you mentioned the. You mentioned the, the the young the young generation or the young men who who's in the working field basically don't want to work, but they want to work for a paycheck and vice versa. I don't yeah. know. You want to expand on that? Well, yeah. When a young man comes to a organization, organization, or really anyone's organization, they have an interest of getting a job because they want to, you know, they want to make some money. Uh, which is important when you're growing up anyway to, to get a job so you can and, uh, provide some support for yourself uh, or, your, or your family. Mm-hmm. So uh, they, go on, they come on board with a very more, uh, I would say, a, a attitude of knowing that, you know, I got I to get a job or else, you know, because uh, my parents have told me that it's important to work. Uh, mm-hmm. Uh, maybe they have a girlfriend and say, you, you know, you, you, you can't take me out to eat much without some money. So yeah. uh, it's important to go find a job so they can. Make sure, hold on, I didn't want to interrupt you. just want to make sure there's a, <coughs> make sure the microphone can hear you and stuff. I, I thought it would pick you up right there, but it's coming in and out right now. Let me see, just a little bit, sorry. Uh, try it again. Okay. Can you hear me now? Yeah, we can hear you now. Go go ahead. Continue. Okay. Like I said, the interest at the beginning is I had to I got to find a job. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I want to make some decent money, and I just need to uh, go to work and and do whatever my skills of labor is able for me to work at. Now, like I said, when they come on board, they come on board with a positive attitude, with an interest of wanting to work mm-hmm. and Telling their boss or their in, in, interviewer, oh, yes, uh, I'm a good worker. Uh, I'll be, I come to work on time. Uh, I know whenever you need me, I'll, I'll be there. <laughs> right. I'm, I'm, I'm one of the one of your best quality of individuals that you can hire. Right. And so, in other words, they put on a very good interview show mm-hmm. to get hired on. Mm. Okay. And then it's like you know, once they, I guess I, I want to call it the acting portrayed at the beginning and mm-hmm. they're convinced to be hired and they're hired to get on board and the um, interviewer or the boss or whoever's doing the hiring decide to hire the person who thinks it's a good quality person. Right. Okay. And I got to give it to them. They, what they'll do when they come on board now, they will show a pretty good interest of their, of their job skills or whatever they want to do mm-hmm. and for the organization. You know, they'll, they'll come to work on time like they're supposed to for a good week, mm-hmm. two. The sad part about that, though, is after they've been there maybe for about a month, okay, 
and received a couple of paychecks. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, now get to the point where uh, they get comfortable mm. in, their, in, in, in their work environment. Okay. So once they get comfortable, then they're, they're trying to figure out a way to to uh, manipulate the system. In other words, for example, now that they're working and have a job and you know, annoy everybody, now it's about, okay, you know, at some point in their, in their, at their job, they're interested in um, calling in. <laughs> That's all first thought. Right. It starts calling in. But if you know, notably, the call-ins usually don't take place until after probably the third paycheck. Okay. Maybe the fourth paycheck. We're talking about that quite about, about a month or so. Mm-hmm. All this all coming in. So when they start getting a little, strangely enough, when they get a little taste of money built up, as they've been working there. Right. Now they started to call in to indicate, you know, some things happening with the family. Right. Some issues they got to go take care of. Or, or better yet, you know, uh, the classic call in comes in. Right. On weekends. <laughs> when they need to be working at the, you know, at the job. Right. Do, then do like do you know the reason behind that? Like why why they get the job? That why they do the interview. They get the job. They work for a couple of weeks, maybe a month or two, and then once they figure out the environment, now they're like, okay, I'm in a good space. I'm making some good money. Now I'm a I'm gonna just cut the you know company man uh, persona, yes. and now I'm gonna just kind of just just do my thing. Right. So, yeah. what, what what's the what's the reason behind that? Like, why did they cut it off? What motivates them to get that? No, like what, like what? Yeah, what motive? Well, we you can say what motivates them like to do all that work at the beginning. Once they get inside the house or get inside the business or the the job, yeah, then they just cut everything off. Uh, it's all about, like I said. It's all about this. It's, it, they know the game on how to sell themselves mm-hmm. to the environment. Mainly to any environment, right? Because they, they let the employee or the interviewer know that they're the best thing going, right? And the interviewer is convinced that wow, you know, I mean, they, they, they show they show it all: good mannerism, yes sir, man, yes ma'am, no ma'am, you know, uh, came from good background, the whole nine yards. They 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 know exactly how to sell themselves to get that job, right? And then once they are in in the front door, though, and 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 they, like I said, once they get place it, mm-hmm. place it, and in, inside the environment where they work, uh, they they they're proving that they can do the, the job. Right. Okay. Then all of a sudden, after about a month or two, they they started they started to to, to slack. Mm-hmm. And, uh, like I said, the slacking usually starts with the call-ins. They start calling in for reasonings. Mostly, it's not justifiable, but you know, here's their way of testing to see if there's a, for example, if there's a there's a game coming on mm-hmm. or a concert mm-hmm. in town, and it's scheduled to work. You know, oh, I can't come to work that day. I got, I want to go to the game or I want to go to the concert. Or, right. Uh, so they'll start with that. You know, so they'll come up with some excuse, some some excuse that probably not even justifiable to get out of work. The employee needs them. I really need this guy on this particular day. Right. He wants to call in. Well, golly. Okay, well, all right then. Um, 
Jeff Reeve, you got to go ahead and you know take off. You, you go go out there. I know you know you know. But like I said, the reason for taking off would be an excuse that sounds legitimate. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, uh, I'm having a, I'm, I'm having my back's hurting. I feel nausea. You know, you know, I need to take some time off. Whatever. Right. But, but it all that's all up front to get off off the work schedule. Mm. Okay. So when they realize they've done this a few times and got away with it, it gets worse as time goes on. Mm. Okay. Uh, like I say, in some, in some cases, you know, you can t- almost tell when it's about to happen. And right now we have a season when it's about to take place that's, that's going to really have their interest. Income tax. <laughs> yeah. When that income tax check come in, guess what? Get ready. They're going to be calling in. Right. You know, they got some things they got to take care of or whatever. Or they, got, they got some excuses about it. They can't come to work. But you need them at work, you know, especially during the, during the season, depending on what the, what, what the job is all about. For example, for example now, now I'm, in, I'm, I'm in the gasoline. Mm-hmm. You know, all gasoline. And well, there's a great demand for gasoline. Mm-hmm. The consumer wants that gas, you know. They don't care. They don't care that it's a holiday. They don't care that uh, that uh, uh, something's going on elsewhere. But the consumer will always want gas. They're going to want gas to go on a vacation. Mm-hmm. They want gas to go to work. They, they want gas to, to, to leisure. Yes. Gas sales is going to sell around the clock, pretty much. Right. Okay. Well, that, those gas sales don't halt or don't take a pause because I want to call in. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So when that customer said, hey, look, I need one of your guys to bring some gas out, and they'll, they'll get they'll your guy and called in, you know, that puts strain on the other person who has to come in. Right. Because that one person called in, they, they just hired a young guy, but mainly he's young. Yeah. Okay. And you would think that, you know, well, it's like I said, sometimes it's based on principles or how that person was raised. Okay. If you're raised in an environment, for example, to where everything was handed to you, mm-hmm. okay, and you got not much to worry about, you're going to ex- you're going to assume that the community or, or, or the public or People owe you. Mm. You know, it, it, uh, life ain't about what, 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 what's being owed to you. Life is about what can you do, like like John F. Kennedy say, what can you do for your country, right? Instead of what your uh, waiting back, whether you're, instead of waiting back to see what your country can do for you, what can you do, right? So. Uh, when you are, when you have this interest of, of, of wanting this job, you once you get hired, your interest should be on a on a, on such a on such a high note that it is what you sign up for. Right. This is what you want to do. Right. Okay. All right. So you come to work every day as you're scheduled to. Mm-hmm. You know. And without 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 second guessing, just do what needs to be done. That's your job. Right. Does that does, does that kind of does that kind of relate to like, you know, 
living in and operating as being a man in in, yes. today, in today's society. Absolutely, absolutely. It's all about it's all about responsibility. Mm. You have to have a responsibility to be able to see when you when you when you get a job, for example, it's almost like a marriage. Okay, uh, you're married to this job now, right. really, and then to be dedicated to your job. See, here's the thing. Here, let's give you a prime example. Okay. When you get hired, for example, uh, when you hear the word or they call you up at home and say, hey, guess what? It's, it's a magic word. Mm -hmm. You got the job. What do you say? What do you, what do you, what's the first thing you say? When you hear the word, you got the job. You, I think, don't you start like cheering, like, all right. right. Exactly. You're excited. <laughs> Greatest day of the world. All right, I got the job. You're telling everybody. Yeah. I got a job, you know. At first, you was unemployed and have a job. Now you have a job. Yeah. All right, I got the job. You know, so you are excited day one. Right. Or the day you find out you got that job. True. Well, here's the issue. With this job that you got now, you should be as happy as you are day one. Right. From the day they hired you, you should be happy throughout your venture. But how do, how do you it's isn't that kind of hard to stay happy? At like the 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 excitement and the happiness that you felt at day one, how do you how do you maintain that throughout the longevity of your career working for this company? Good question. First of all, what you want to do first of all, you want to kind of, you want to, you, you want to concentrate on the fact that you have a responsibility. Okay. Okay. You have a responsibility that you know you know one thing everybody has is bills. <laughs> we all got bills. Yeah, we do. And them bills, they 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 when they when they when they do, they they, they want their people for their money. Yeah, you have a job, man. You have to generate money now. Mm -hmm. Okay, so as long as you generate money, as long as you are making money, you, right. know, you can pay your bills. That is true. Okay, so <sighs> number one issue here is you should want to come to work because you got bills you got to pay. That is true. That that should be your that should be a main motivator. Okay. So I don't, um, I don't, not to cut you off, Mr. Lonnie. Uh, I don't think that's for some people in this generation right now in the work field. I don't think that's the, that's their motivation. I think they have other motivations. Like how you say, like, um, getting these fancy cars yeah. and going to the club and pressing these women. Oh, like, Oh, I got a job now. Now like look at my money and let's, let's have sex now. Cause I, I I'm, uh, I'm somebody now. Well, yeah, but see, that all that's important too. But see, in essence, if you stop and think about it, all that's supposed to be his name, that they, they, that's a bill too. Mm -hmm. you know, and that, and that, that car purchase, you know, you want to keep that car up. Right. You know, them clothes you want to buy, you know, that, that, that's, that, that's all, that stuff take, all that stuff takes money. That does. So you're, more, you're, you're, you're generating income is coming from the place where you said, great, I got the job. Now I can pay my bills. Right. Okay, so that attitude should be intact from the day that you got, you got started to the day you decide to say, I'm going to make a change in life or I'm going to retire right. or whatever. You know, that job should be, you know, I'm going to tell you what, really, I just thought about something and I want to bring it out. I, I, have a, I, have a, I have a vehicle that belongs to the company. Okay. It's a, it's a truck, you know, all gas. All right. And, uh I treat this vehicle as if it's mine. Mm. I, I'm happy that the company was able to give me a new truck and a new trailer. Brand spanking new. Okay, mm. so 
uh, you know, I, I, and I treat it like it's mine, you know, because this is my way of making money right. also. So if this equipment ain't working right, I can't do my job. You can't make money. Right. So, so I don't take advantage of the fact because my employer provided me a vehicle and something goes wrong with it, or that's on them. No, I'm personally dedicated to make sure that my vehicle is up to par. I do my pre-trip, I do my post-trip, okay? And whenever something breaks, something's wrong with it, I'm going to get it fixed immediately. Okay. Now, I got a lot of individuals that come to work with me, mainly young. They figure, well, if something breaks, it's on them. It's not, I'm just here to drive. Right. You, you can't have that attitude. You got to be, dedication is, okay, yeah, yeah, it breaks, and the company's going to figure out a way to get it fixed. But at some at some point, you know, where you, where's your motivation to make sure you get it fixed? So a lot of people, a lot of, like a lot, a lot of guys, don't want to stick around uh, and have will take that piece of equipment to go get it fixed because they make making money. Right. But they're making money, but they're not making enough because they're only paying them by the hour. Right. Whereas if they deliver lower, they make more money. So why not? Why not? Just uh uh. Uh, sit back and let them go ahead and handle that so when I come back to work tomorrow, it's ready to go. Okay. Then they get upset when they come to work and, they, and the vehicle ain't ready. Right. Uh, so they either want to do one or two things. They'll say, well, 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 this truck, which probably has less issues or, or less, uh, it's less desirable. <laughs> That's the one <laughs> they've been driving. Right. So they'll make it, I ain't driving that truck. I don't know. So they either, Either, either you give me my truck, or guess what? I'm going back home. Right. See, that's where the attitude starts, right there. You okay? You you think it's the company's fault because when your vehicle became beginning to break, that they need to go get it fixed before you go back to work. Mm-hmm. But when you knew it was broken, why didn't you take the step to try to make sure that you could get it? You could get it fixed. Right. Treat it like it's yours. Mm. The interest is not there because it's too much. It's too much added to what they're supposed to do. Okay. Mm-hmm. See, so pure dedication. Pure dedication towards your job is the interest of making sure that you can do this job. And uh, they, they hire you for a good reason because you tell them how dedicated you were at the beginning, but you stay dedicated. You keep that flow going. Mm-hmm. Okay. So uh, why... Why at some point take your job for granted? Then what's really sad though is they feel like they they you know they do the job so well at the beginning mm-hmm. that the job is gonna really need me so they can't afford to really lose me. Right. So they're gonna act that word out and they're gonna act it out to where they're gonna start telling the job what they ain't gonna do. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't doing that. Well, you know what, you know, they already know they're good at what they're doing. Right. But they're gonna tell them what they're not doing because they figure they they they, they you need me this, this this bad so you know I suggest you just you know, get your act together and suck it up suck it up. But <clears throat> the sad thing about that, see these jobs though are smart enough to realize that when these when these individuals start doing this, mm-hmm. they say okay you know what I see what he's getting at I see what he's trying to do to he gonna he gonna do his job very well at the beginning and then he's gonna find some reasoning not to do his job. Get out of something, so we have to let him know or 
her know mm. that you are you are an important factor here. Okay, but you can be replaced. <laughs> and I've seen it happen to where when these individuals thought they were so so smart to where uh, they could just outsmart the the, uh, the the employer by by manipulating their position. Mm-hmm. The employees already got a backup already, and hire people already, and say, "Look, don't 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 tell you, don't 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 come don't come to work today." And better yet, what the what the employee is smart to do is they'll find some mediocre technicality that you did and they let you go. You know, that is true. Because the employer guys, let me tell you, the employer is smart enough to have. Any rule, every rule in the book that can let loose an employee because of lack, of uh, lack of lack of lack of lack of uh, interest or lack of because they're not doing their job to the sufficient matter. Right. You if if you for example, uh, um, in, in, in my industry, you know, uh, you provide gallons. You provide gallons to take five thousand gallons to a store. Mm-hmm. Okay, all right. Uh, now, in some cases, uh, maybe there's a there's a mix up at the back or whatever. But if you take less than five thousand, or if you take ten gallons or twenty gallons more than five thousand, mm-hmm. they can technically get rid of you <laughs> because there's a sign. There's a sign that clearly states, "Take the store what they order." Five thousand gallons. They want the money. They want five thousand. They don't want four ninety nine. <laughs> they want five. In other words, I mean, here's the thing: they, they're not gonna get that nick picky the way they want. Right, right, right. <laughs> they're gonna okay. just let you go because you did that. Right. You know? But they could. They could. They could find. They could. They could easily find some technicality on you to get rid of you. True. Okay. But see, here's it. But see, here's a here's how smart an employer is. A smart employer knows his good employees. That's the person who comes to work like it's supposed to. That's the person who, 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 who dedicated. Mm-hmm. That's the person who don't mind doing the extra. That's the person who don't mind coming in on his day off mm. to do some extra. That person, when that person, that, that person, or giving that that person extra work to do, they don't mind doing it. They they're still late. Yeah, I'm, you know that that person who's purely dedicated to his job. Yeah. The employer sees that. So if that person messes up here and there, you know, do something on a small tip, you know, guess what? His job is still secure. Right. He ain't going nowhere. So how do um so with all that being said, how is that how does that like being a good employee, being disciplined, um, showing up to work every day and just being a a good all around employee, how does that relate? How, how is that relatable? Like, does that re- is that relatable to, like, uh, to life? Like, as a man and stuff like that, or I don't know what's the what would be the question I'll be asking. Like, let's see. Like, how do you make that? Ba- basically, what I'm trying to say, how do you make that relatable in 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 life? Basically, as a man. Well, yeah, like I said, when you when you, when you what what Relates the whole matter in in a, in a nutshell mm-hmm. the fact that your your interest in doing what needs to be done uh, uh, without being second guessed or without being told you know that's based on what it is because once once we become adults okay okay we are we are we are managers 
leaders within ourselves. Our, right. See, what, what do you know or not? For example, even in a family, okay, you, you usually the man is considered the head of the household, and but something else that a man is that uh, people don't seem to understand is, or oh, oh, it doesn't matter if it's a man or not, it could be whoever's in charge of the household. Mm-hmm. Guess what? See, that person is a manager. See, everybody has managerial skills, okay? And when you manage your household, when you manage your bank account, when you manage your 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 vehicle, when you manage your kids, see, you're in charge of your kids. Right. You're the manager. You're in charge. You know, you know, people will tell you all the time, I couldn't be no manager. That's not me. That's not my cup of tea. Yeah, well, okay, who's who's in charge at home? Huh? Who's who, who who's working the area areas see, a manager, that's what he all all a manager does at work, he is in charge of the employer, the equipment, you know. He's the person that he's a go he's a go between person between you and the, and the boss and the person who owns the place. Right. Okay. So so you it's important that you support your 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 manager. Mm-hmm. Okay. But see, and, but you you support your manager by being your own internal manager within yourself. Mm. See, and that's what thing that's what's good about being a, a driver, for example. See, when a, a, there's nobody over you watching you doing your job. You're your own manager. Once you're in that truck, mm-hmm. once you're behind that wheel, you're in charge. Okay? Right. And, and, and a lot of jobs are like that. They, will, they don't necessarily have somebody watching them all the time. Okay? And a lot of people are able to work in their environment a lot better when they're not being watched around the clock. Okay. Okay? But, 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 uh, 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 what, 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 what can motivate a person to, Jump out of this 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 jurisdiction over she was saying a while ago is the fact of immaturity hasn't quite kicked in yet. Mm. What's it going to take for immaturity to kick in? Right. I mean, I'm sorry. What, what's it going to take for maturity to kick in? Because <coughs> see, you can't be a kid forever. Okay. No. <coughs> you, you 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 at some point you have to be an adult and realize that you have a responsibility and you just it's slacking off is not the key. Right. Uh, um, uh, I understand people do get sick. People do uh, have medical issues, so that could prevent them more. And that's and and, and that's exce- that's exceptional because and that's why we, they uh, my job apparently give us sick time, right? So we're able to take some time off in case we do get sick. But they don't they don't count against us. But we have we accumulate six days a year. Mm-hmm. Okay, so that that's that's. Appropriate enough, so in case you do get sick, you know you can take some time off, and you still have your job when you come back. Right. But you know, most of us, what we do is we abuse that by taking off when we know we ain't sick. <laughs> okay. We abuse our sick time, you know. Right. The boss is able to give you sick time. You know, you use it when you need it. When you need it. Right. If you don't need it, you know, it's let's continue to build up. Because when you do, when you do get sick, you be able to, It's there for you. That's what it's a tool that right. the employee, that the manager use. To take care of employees and employees with. But like I said, a lot of, a lot of, a lot of, a lot of young cats, you know, abuse their sick time, use up all the sick time for issues that that makes, that makes they're not sick with. Right. But, they'll, but they'll, they'll use it, you know, 
Is that when they when they need it, they don't have it because yeah. they used it up? Because they used it all up at the same time. Then after they use all that up, then they want they want some more time to do some more stuff with. <laughs> you know, and it, it's like, wow, this person, I just hired this person six months ago, and all of a sudden, you know, they won't they won't, they they're telling me what they ain't gonna do. They ain't showing up for work. You know, they or they show up late or or they, they, anyway. You know, I guess it's, you know it's one thing to show up late. Uh, you know, with uh, it, like in Houston, they got bad traffic. Yeah. Know? And that could be a good excuse, but if you were late, you, know, you call in and say, hey, look, you know, I'm in traffic, you know. Mm-hmm. All right. All right. But it's one thing to call in and not show up at all. Just deliberately, I just don't feel like coming to work. I'm going to just call in, <laughs> you know. You know, I mean, yeah, not to say, you know, not, if you're coming to work, 360 days out of a year, and you call in for 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 two or three days out of that whole year, and that's probably not a big deal. But when you're driving, when you out of 360 days, you don't call in 50 times, or 40 times, or whatever. That's 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 too much. That's what. Wait, come on, man. Get real. You know. This, this hey, you listeners, y'all listening? Y'all stop calling in to work and be a dedicated worker because that's that's kind of the biggest things for men. Is we we gotta show up every day, even though you know from job to life and to you know relationships or whatever, everything that we do as man, we gotta definitely show up every day, even though when we don't feel like it, even though if we're sick, like if you're sick and you feel like you're dying or whatever, then take a break and relax. But make sure you don't abuse it don't don't abuse it but definitely show up and show out and make sure you do what you need to do and handle your responsibilities um so we're going to move on to the next topic mr Lonnie. all right i don't know do you hear a ringing in your is, is no. your, everything's good yes i think it's just me i think i have a ringer in my my in my headphones or something okay. um so what about the what about the child support the the one uh, we let's get into child support when it comes to child support I know you said the ones you know the ones who want to be on child support based versus the ones who don't want who's running away from child support um, what do you mean by that or how do you expand on that now we come back to the word the all word it's called responsibility okay which is the same dedication we talk about but the with the job. Okay, now you have bought a life in the world, okay? And one of the most precious things, blessings things we can have is to bring in life. See, this new life that we, that we generated, that we brought into the world, you know, uh, if we have this clear understanding that one day, you know, I, mean, I, I can't be here forever. I'm not going to be here forever. She's not going to be here forever. Right. Uh, that's, that, goes, that goes with replacements right there. With life, I mean, really, it is what it is. You know, eighteen more years. Eighteen more years. <laughs> exactly <laughs> what it is. You know that 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 new individual that you brought into the world. That's your responsibility to train that individual to be in your world, because it's gonna be their world as soon as they reach. See, and so so the basic foundation is you have to show responsibilities on your part that you're gonna rear this child best of your ability so sometimes you know you get we get together with a, with, a, with a girlfriend or with a spouse and they'll bring your children to the world and sometimes the the uh, 
relationship doesn't work out. Right. Okay, well, you still have a child there that that that's relying on someone's someone's uh authority to lead them into the right direction in this world. Now, Brenda for sure, the mothers have their role in raising children. Mm-hmm. Fathers have their role. Okay. And that child needs to hear both sides. Okay, because that mother has that nurtured role, that that, that loving role, that, that that role that 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 teaches that child how to be loving and cuddling and so forth, and, you know. And, and mothers are like this. Mothers tend to give kids what they want, and that's great. Right. That's why people? That's why Mother's Day, all mamas get everything. They get all the flowers. They get all the roses. They get everything. Right. Because moms are ideal, you know. Uh, and moms are sensitive, but that father. Yeah, and then and that's the guy that that has that that requires respect, and he's the one that puts the foot down. Okay, and he's the one that the face. He's a protector. Right. Okay. Now, when he's not around, you know, well, let me back it up again. Being that he's a, he not only is a protector, he's a pro, he's the ultimate provider. That's what he's supposed to do: provide for the family. Okay, but when that, he breaks up with his spouse mm-hmm. or girlfriend or whatever, then he's no longer in the picture. Well, he still brought that life into this world. He's responsible for that life still. Now, now, some type of arrangement could have been made to where you know you got visitation or you got you know uh, you got opportunity to, to raise kids jointly with her and so forth. Mm-hmm. As long as y'all still go get along while raising that kid, that's real ideal. But at the same time, man, that kid's going to require some, some supplies. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know, they, they, and then a, a lot of stuff that, you know, mom, they, they, they try to get a job or whatever. They may not get a job that pays as well as what the fathers get. Okay. But still, responsibility comes on both parts. You have support on both ends where the mother and the father both have to support that child. Right. Okay. Okay. So... If we're not taught, just like that job issue, if we're not taught that we have a responsibility to uphold this child that we brought in, mm-hmm. okay, we're going to assume that it's a responsibility that's on her because she broke up with me, so I'm going to start running as fast as I can. <laughs> now, that's the one thing, good thing about moms. See, moms don't run. Most moms don't right. put it that way. Most, you know, out of 100 women, you know, uh, 95 of them ain't going to run. Maybe five of them might run, but 95 of them, they're not going to run from that kid. They're going to take care of that child. That's what women do. They're going to take care. They brought that child into the world. They're going to make sure that child is well taken care of. One way or the other, gonna, that's what they're going to do. Yeah. Okay. Now, fathers don't realize that, you know, they was the one that provided the sperm to fertilize the egg to create that child. That child really came from that father. Right. It determined the sex and everything else. Okay. But at the same time, though, you know, that, that father still has, you know, when, it, when, it, when just like they both had to get together to bring the child into the world, they both have a responsibility to ensure that the child is taken care of. Like mm-hmm. I said, over a period of time, that child going to need supplies. Okay. Like I say, it's not. And that child support is important because, you know, if that kid wants to play football, yeah, 
to want to track. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, or if it's a girl, they might want to, might want to cheerlead and you know, go play volleyball, or whatever. Uh, that stuff costs money. That yeah. stuff is not cheap. Well, so what? Are, what? Are, what? So what about like if the mother is not handling her responsibility, like you paying child support, and she's using it for other things like going on trips and doing other things besides using that money for that child, for that child support. And you charge her up about it. And you be like, Hey, I'm paying you every week or every two weeks, 200, a hundred dollars or how, how much you paying on child support. Where does this money go? Oh, don't tell me what to do. Exactly. Blah, 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 blah. Yeah. I, I, I take care of my money the way. And then you see her on social media or right. somewhere in in the Bahamas with <laughs> using the child support money and then like what's going on with the child? First of all, let's face it. Okay, when a breakup takes place, that's bitterness on both parts. Yeah. Okay, uh, and in most cases, uh, women who who uh, really hate to break up with the guy uh, tries to find an avenue. To search for any replacement mm-hmm. of that guy who was there for her. See, especially if she had a good guy. If she had right. a good guy who was there, went to work, and you know, providing good for the family and so forth, and all of a sudden they broke up for whatever reason. Well, the one thing she's going to miss about that relationship is what he used to do to take care of the family. But what happened? <laughs> what happened to that woman was giving that man hell for him to leave that relationship? Maybe if it was toxic or whatever. Well, well, that's just it, though. See, uh, see, all our relationship, like a job, is challenging. Yeah. See, and our jobs, our jobs, isn't going to be a hundred percent. No, no, hundred percent pieces of cream every day. It's not going to be, you know, oh man, can we, you know, you know, you, you should have an attitude to want to go to work every day. True. Sometimes things just, you know, especially when you're dealing with people. Any kind of person you deal with, you're going to have some type of issues with it, right. with that person. Okay. Because, you know, it's not like, you know, it's almost inevitable that people are going to have mixed emotions or mixed feelings about each other. Mm-hmm. Now, what we all don't do or get a chance to have in, in, is, uh, is uh, it's a class called uh, psychology, study of human behavior. We, if we if we studied humans and understand the concept of what humans go through, mm-hmm. we could probably better deal with ourselves. Okay, but our bodies—if we're not taught this—our bodies has a mechanism that tell that tells us what's good and what's bad. Really, nobody right? Nobody. No, hey, let's face it. Uh, we all like the good. Nobody likes the bad. No. Just like. How many? How many of us like to hear the word "no" versus "yes"? A lot of we 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 rather hear the word "yes" more than "no." Who don't say no to me? I don't want no. I don't want to hear no. No, no. I want to hear yes, yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, yes is a positive remark. Okay. Well, when we don't understand the 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 relationship behind the other person, we also don't understand the C word. The C word is called compromise. See, mm. you can't please everybody, first of all. 
because mm-hmm. everybody has an opinion about whatever. So since you can't please everybody, then you try to compromise. Okay, all right. Yeah, it's no way in the world you're going for for example to, to go out and say I'm going to go and uh, um, buy a group of people. People, we're going. I'm gonna go get some pizza for group pizza. We're going. I'm gonna get one one brand, one topping. Okay. You're not going to have everybody interested in that one topping unless, unless everybody in that room hadn't ate for about a month. Okay. <laughs> Everybody's hungry. They might eat anything. They go, now we're hungry. We've got to eat anything now. Yeah. But when you're finicky and you have several ways of eating pizza, you know, some of us, I mean, me, I love meat lovers. Oh, yeah. Everybody loves meat lovers. Yes. Okay. Because it's got everything there. <laughs> Okay, but that one topping ain't gonna cut it with me. No, so no, no. So so what? So what would happen? Like the the word the c word compromise. Compromise, yeah. yeah. And you 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 try to use that word compromise, and they the other the other person you're with in the relationship abuses the word compromise. What happens then? Well, now that person is trying to take control. Take. Oh charge of the relationship and for a person like that sometimes their background constitute them to be that way mm. they saw their mom take over from their father they figure they can do the same thing in this relationship true See, that's why it's important that you try to understand the person's parents mm. you know wholeheartedly don't just marry somebody because they seem like they, you know, because they, you, you, you know, let's face it, they, we all do good interviews at the beginning, like we did at the job. Like, yeah, yeah. Know, we, you know, we're going to be, yeah, I'm the best man you can be with. I'm, <laughs> I'm the best woman you can be with, too. I'll clean, I'll, I'll wash your dishes, I'll do everything for you, you know. I'll bring your food to you when you're hungry, I'll, I'll make you take care of when you're sick. Oh, my God. That's the greatest thing in the world. Everybody is great up front. Everybody. Okay? Until they get settled. Mm. Then once they get settled, then you see the real deal. <laughs> now you see the true colors. Now you see the, the true colors come out. So now you idea. Oh, what, what do we what, what do we say most of the time? Oh man, what did I myself into? Oh God, what, what, I didn't know the person was like this. So now you don't got this person. You don't got you have children by this person, now and now like, she wants to act like this. Now she's like now you locked in with this person. Now you got the true color of that person. Right now that you know what you got, and then you got but you got these kids too. True, but see, here's the bottom line though. See, we all after even with all that going on, said we still as individuals we want to be happy. Everybody wants to be happy. Okay, so now that you realize you had a problem with this individual, mm-hmm. as a man. You shouldn't just walk away. You try to figure out a way to say, how can I compromise with this person to make things right? Because we got these kids. You know, I don't really want to just walk away right now. You know, as a man, you should try to figure out a way to try to bring that relationship together. Right. Talk to her. You know, try to get her on the level and say, look, I don't want to leave you. <clears throat> I'm not, I don't, I don't think you really want to leave me. We're doing some things right now that's causing some problems. We need to talk about it. See, if you can get her or him on a level to where you, you're concerned about everything, and what can we do to try to work with you with your changing behavior, mm-hmm. let's try to 
fix that as best we can. Now, here I ran it for sure. You can keep doing this over and over and over until you're blue in the face. Because then you realize, man, no matter what you try to do, this person is not going to change. You know, they, they, this is their standard behavior. It's just not going to change. You can't treat a, you can't you can't train the old dog new trick. Exactly. So <laughs> what happens is, it was what you have to accept at some point in your relationship is that now the relationship is growing apart. Mm. Okay, and you can't make this person change. Uh, no matter what you say, it's not. And it, 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 oh, better yet, it's not about making them change. It's about convincing them. Look, we we got we are we we're, we're supposed to be in this together. We're a couple, right? Okay, we need to do something to make. Uh, we, we we I'm, I'm you know I think about our situation all the time. I'm concerned. We got kids, okay? But you're changing on me, and you're not the same person that. And that that I met, I, you know, because of what you're going through. Right. Well, first thing she's going to say, he's going to say, well, you're not the first person I made her. <laughs> <laughs> I understand that. I understand that we both change, okay? But do we still love each other? That's the key word. Do we still love each other? Do you still love me? You know, sometimes you have to put that person back in that most wing and the wonder if they still love you. Right. Because if they love you too much, to, to, to me, if you love a person enough, you know, you will say, okay, all right. Okay, he or she has a point. I'm not thinking. <laughs> I'm just doing what I feel. Now, that's the difference also between men and women. And men have to understand this. See, see men are thinkers. That's the first thing they do up front. They're going to think about what they do before they do it. Yeah. Okay. Women, in most cases, are doers. They do things based on emotions. Mm-hmm. You see, that's why it's less likely that you can go out to your car and, you know, you can manage, you get mad at your, your spouse. You're not going to go out there and necessarily scratch a car up. Right. But you realize, hey, why would I scratch up my own spouse's car, you know? Uh, I got to pay for that eventually. It's going to come out of my pocket. <laughs> you know, right. That, that's not smart. But at the time when the woman gets mad at you. She's scratching she, that thing up. She, <laughs> she ain't worried about it. You know what? It's all about the fact that she's hurting. And she wants you to hurt too. And since you love this car or this truck so much. You're going to pay. You're going you're gonna to pay through this truck. To repaint it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She don't care about what it costs at the time, but after everything is settled, and then she's like, oh, man, I was so stupid. What was I thinking? Well, you was doing it based on emotions, okay? You you weren't thinking about what what was happening. You're doing it based on emotions. Right. So as long as we understand this concept that men are thinkers, women are doers, or they're going to do things based on what they're feeling, okay, now we are able to understand human behavior just a little better, a little better. Right. Okay. So uh, those issues you were talking about earlier, when you first about started the conversation, you were saying that okay, uh, what would it, what, what do you do when they start doing things out of whack? When they start just start doing things, they're supposed to be responsible for taking care of the kids or whatever. Okay. <laughs> for example, when that support comes in. Eight hundred dollars, nine hundred, whatever, a thousand dollars comes to support. Okay, mm-hmm. that woman at that point in time is thinking, okay, this came from him. We're not together. I really wish we were together. We're not. 
believe it or not, remember, not thinking, emotions. I'm gonna get my nails done. <laughs> yeah. Uh, is it, is I'm it, going to the movies. Yeah. Is she, it, she, she's gonna do what she wants to do. See, here's the thing. See, we don't. We, we, you're not. We're not, we're not fully aware of this, but she don't got that support, right? Even though that support's supposed to be taking care of her kid, you know, she's still having problems because the relationship is no longer intact. Right. And then especially if you actually moved on and get married. Yes. Yeah. Oh, wow. Don't say that. Then that, that's, that's going to make it ten times worse. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Why? Because at that point in time, she feels someone else has stole her livelihood someone else has stole what once made her happy now he's making her happy oh now she's really upset <laughs> it gets i mean i mean you just said it yeah it's absolutely true okay it's hard for her to just walk away and realize there was a mistake made okay uh and i guess you might want to ask yourself the question well how many chances do you give her Tell and realize it's not going to work. How many chances do you give him and realize oh, it's just not going to work? It's kind of like just beating beating a dead horse. Well, yeah. Even you know, you knowing that both parties know the relationship is not going to work anymore, and it's not going anywhere. But they're still trying to figure out how to make it work so they can stay together, knowing damn well it's not going to work. It's like y'all gotta y'all gotta separate. But the the longer they stay in the relationship, the longer they trying to fit that one puzzle piece in that puzzle, and it doesn't fit because it's the wrong piece. Yeah, and it's like it. And you, the longer you stay in that relationship or marriage or whatever, and you know you have to get out, it's like then that's when the problems happen. That's when the arguments happen. Yeah. That's that's when the abuse and all that other crazy stuff that happens along because you. You stayed in a relationship that was, you know, basically, you stayed in a relationship that was, you was ready to, uh, what's the word? Ah, uh, I forgot the word. I had it in my head now. You, you basically, you stayed, you, st- you stayed in a relationship longer than you should, if that makes sense. Well, there's no, there's no time frame to be in a relationship. Uh, but like the time frame to, to get out, knowing you if you know it's bad and you know it's toxic. Well, see, here's here, remember what was now. Let's let's go with a little review here. What's what's the main objective thing that's really, really, truly important to you as an individual? It's really important to me to be what to be married. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, to to be a man. No, no. Let's start with the letter H. Healthy. Happy. Happy. Oh, damn. I, see, I'm thinking about everything else with yeah. Shelby. Yeah. <laughs> see, that's the bottom line. You want to be happy. See, when you met this person, that's what that person did. They made you happy. Mm-hmm. You made her happy. She made you happy. Okay. You know, y'all was happy. There was one happy couple. You right. know, you know, just, 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 you know. And I remember, you know, back in my day when, uh, uh, give me an example, you know, before I, I got married, uh, I, uh, my spouse and I, she was very athletic, you know, she was, uh, uh, I, mean, I mean, she could really run. Mm. I, I was cautious for running. And then uh, uh, one thing that, that 
I mean, of course, I'm a, I'm in the sports, but not that far in the sports. But at that time, you know, I loved to play Pac-Man. That was the game. Pac-Man and, and there's another game called uh, uh, Space Invaders. They, oh. they, that was hot back in the day. <laughs> well, I loved it. And she was with me. She loved it too. Mm. It was like we both were just up there having fun behind that machine. I said, "Oh, this is a, I'm thinking, about this is a great woman. She loves Pac-Man. I love Pac-Man. We love Space Invaders. Oh, she's great. Oh man, she, she like she like playing video games. Yes, yeah, yeah. We were into it mm-hmm. until we got married. Oh, until we have responsibilities, and, I, and we are, and I never grew from my responsibilities. But one thing I still love to do." Still love to play Pac-Man. Then she comes up one day and tells us, they'll tell me, you're too old for that. You need to stop that. <laughs> what? <laughs> this is how we met. Yeah. You loved it back when we played it. What do you mean I'm too old for this? I ain't too old for this. We can still play. <laughs> I can still play this. Yeah. No, 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 no. You need to stop that. So now my clock starts to rewind to wonder, I'm wondering, did, were you just playing this because you're trying to get me? Mm. Why don't you still like to play Pac-Man? Because I, I, I love it. Something that you love doing. You don't really just give it up. True. Okay. Not overnight. <laughs> not not after you get married. No. Okay. Pac-Man stops now. We we stop now. We, we I got you now. Responsibilities. Well, yeah. responsibilities. Back to that thing, that big R word. Mm-hmm. Back to every responsibility, like that job again. You know, yeah, like, yeah. I'm, I'm the greatest thing in the world. You know, I'll be here on time. You know, all of a sudden, you, you stop doing what you what you say you're gonna do. No, now you oh. got now you got a lazy worker. Right. See, here's the thing. Okay, it, 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 what's you what's unusual about us as individuals? We know right from wrong. We ain't got to be really told that. You know, is it right for you to go into a store and grab an apple and walk out of the rock of the door without paying for it? Is that really right? You know? I mean, you you have to be told that's wrong. You shouldn't be doing that. Right. Okay. And the one thing that really gets me, I'm a, and it was my, it is, and I mean, you know, nobody and nobody's ever told me that this is just, just not right. And that is when I see people get out in their car, in their car, mm-hmm. and they seem to have trash in their car, and they're five steps from a trash can at a gas station. Instead of them going five steps to the trash can to put their trash in the trash, they're going to take the trash out of their car and put it on the ground. Oh, wow. Yeah. Now, now, here's the sad thing about this. See, and this is how my mind thinks. It's like, you know, this person don't think that's, they think, we think, we're just, just a little trash. You know, and who, who cares about that? Yeah. Well, it, who should care is everybody who, first of all, who's seen you do it, number one. <laughs> because here's the thing. That person that did this, this is what they don't think about. Wonder if everybody did what you just done. What if everybody that's on this earth did what you just done? This earth would be filthy. How much trash would be out there? Uh, a shit ton. Exactly. See, that's a place <laughs> for trash. Trash go in the trash can. And then it goes to the, the trash uh, field. Exactly. That's a, that's a process for it. Oh, well, you're going to put it on the ground. I mean, you see what I'm getting at? No, I see what you're getting at, Mr. Lonnie. Yeah. 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 I mean, everybody, if, 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 
just putting trash on the ground. And it's, it, it, you know, it's like, you, what, you, 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 are you going to say it's ideal now? No. Now you're ready to talk about it. Now you're ready to say, oh, man, man, this, this place is filthy. But you started it. Yeah. Take responsibilities of the things you do, man. When you, when you, when you, if you stop, if you know, if you already know it's wrong. Mm-hmm. Well, why take that chance? And why, why, why mess up a good thing? That makes sense. Yeah. See, so, so like I said, we all know pretty much the basic issues of what's right and what's wrong. You know, uh, some things is, is that, that we do in error. It's because of ignorance. It's because we didn't know. Mm. But the basic stuff of what's right, we, we already know. For example, you know, uh, what really gets me back in the day, you know, we, we, we back in the day we could go into a club, right? Mm-hmm. And there was no safe. Nobody really walked in there with a weapon. Anybody trying to kill nobody. But at the same time, you know, when the person duke it out, they're going to fight it out. They, they be out of the parking lot or whatever, and they threw, right? Yeah. But now, nowadays, you, you, when you walk into an establishment with a weapon, are you look? I mean, what, what is it? Are you looking for trouble? That's what it sounds like. Wait, well, why do you have that weapon? You know? I mean, is somebody going to rob you in this establishment? <laughs> really? Do you really need a gun in this humane, uh, human establishment where lots of people are here? And then you, are you really going to shoot somebody? Now. Understandably, you know, there's some there's some license carrying people who carry weapons mm-hmm. and for protection, not not protect the public. Okay, policemen, you know, that's that's what they do. Mm-hmm. Okay, they're legalized, but for us, for me as an individual, why am I going into a, a club with a, with a gun? Okay, why am I going into an establishment with a gun loaded? Well, what's my plan? Do I really plan to shoot somebody that day? Is that is that my plan? Mm. So. So, like I said, and that's that's I'm, that, that's actually extreme, but what I'm getting at is basically <laughs> that it is we basically know what's right and what's wrong. Okay, so uh, since we know these things, okay, and we're going with we have to go back to the to the child support thing. So, yeah. is it is it really right for you to just not pay child support and and think it's gonna it's just gonna go away one day? <laughs> no, it's just gonna build up, and exactly. you gotta have back child support, and then you got the you got the people come coming to get you to throw you in the jail. Right, right. See now, here's, here's the thing: that they do all that in your future, it ain't by pure innocence. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, is it innocent? No. It, uh, yeah, it, it, ain't, it ain't because you were ignorant because you didn't know any better. You knew what you was doing was wrong by not providing support for that child. Mm. Okay, you know, you gonna run until the child turns eighteen. And here's the thing about it. Today, before, they didn't used to follow you. Now, today, it follows you. Because once they put you on paper to say that you go child support and you call yourself on to skip out, okay, go ahead, keep skipping. And that money continues to build, continues to build. Mm-hmm. And see, what I felt so proud about my child support is I felt good paying every time I paid because I knew my kids were being taken care of. Okay, I had a mother. Mm-hmm. That took care of her kids, so 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 the money got spent like it's supposed to be, okay. So uh, and that's a good thing, that's a good thing. So uh, my kids, you know, it, what was funny was, because uh, you know, <coughs> he, he, all of us 
at some point in time, are going to go through this when, when we least expect. But, uh, like I said, my kids got the support, but there were times, like you said, you know, when the mother would do what she wanted to with the money and mm-hmm. take care of the kids with it. So, one time, it got me to hear the words from her. I said, well, you know, and my kids bought me something spending like $1,500 a month on child support. Oh, well, you know, we, we, we were into some type of discussion. So I, I brought up the fact of what I was paying. She said, and the first thing she said was, I ain't no money. <laughs> <laughs> wow. What? $1,500? I mean, come on, it may not be the money now to somebody who makes, you know, lots more than that. But that back then, right, $1,500 was a lot of money. That was a lot of money. Yeah. Well, you know, for one child. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> Jesus. It's a lot of money. That is a lot of money. Yeah. So, uh, she told me, she had never tell me that, but that ain't no money. And then, as the kids got older, they, they realized that uh, the child support was going to stop. So, they were able to say, hey, daddy, you know, I noticed, you know, uh, I'm about to turn 18, and you're going you, you gonna, to you gonna have to pay child support anymore. I said, you're going to be, the first thing you said was, you're going to be happy, aren't you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're going to be yeah, happy. Say, yeah, I want to be happy. You're going to celebrate. When the ex-wife tells you at one point that that ain't no money, well, let me just check it out and see if it ain't no money. <laughs> $1,500, that's a lot of money, though, yo. That's a lot of money. Oh, ain't no money. That's crazy. Ain't that's no crazy. money when you ain't got it. <laughs> Man, that's this is a good conversation, Mr. Lonnie. I appreciate you being on the episode once again. Um, uh, we, we, we've been talking what for an hour, so I think that's good enough. Um, I, I, I was gonna, I like to give our guests to give the chance to give some positivity to the men in the generation. Um, any positive advice, positive feedback, or uplifting uh, to 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 continue to move forward as a man. Positivity. Do you have any for the individuals who are doing? Yeah, no, not doing like not the child support or the job. Just any type of uh, advice, positivity wise, that you can give a a, a young man or an adult to uplift them in in today's society as a man. No, yeah, first of all, uh, <clears throat> uh, let's let me, let me let me go back to the young adults. Okay, and especially if you're in school. Uh, you're in school, and there is a key element of a source that's going to talk to your group, your graduation group. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I notice when I, go, when I go to graduations, I notice a lot of those youth out there, uh, young people out there, are not really paying attention to that speaker. Excuse me. That speaker at your graduation is always talking about your future. Mm. You're talking about the things you're going to be up against. Okay, it's that, that that speaker has a lot of valuable information that you need to hear mm-hmm. before you step across the platform to get your to get your, your diploma. diploma. Yes. So. But I've, I've seen many cases where the, the kids just, you know, they probably throwing people at each other, you know, and they oh, man, when this guy's going to show up, I'm going to get out of here. And, you know, and all <laughs> but and I'm sitting up there, and I'm, I'm listening to the graduation class, you know, 
being a little bit disruptive. But the speaker is speaking a lot of information, mm-hmm. telling them you're gonna be faced with with water bill, light bill, gas bill. You know, you're gonna be faced with uh, with, with, with crime. You're gonna be faced with uh, with uh, with heartbreaks. You know, everything in life they pretty much were covered it. Right. And, I mean, they, and these kids not listening. You know, but you know, if you take a take a you get ready to graduate, you listen to that speaker. That speaker's going to cover a lot of grounds that you're going to be going through in life. See, the one thing in life that we don't have is we don't have a class on how to deal with things that we're supposed to be doing every day. For example, there is no class on how to find the right woman. There's no class on how to find the right man. There's no class for that. Mm-mm. You know, it'd be nice if there was a class on how this is how you find the right woman, how to find the right man. Okay, see, because see, first of all, the, the the class that starts with that really is at home. You know, how you view your parents is pretty much a good idea how you're going to take care of your family. Mm-hmm. So if you have a set of family members that that took care of, uh, uh, had a father who was there taking care, of, like you know. I, I hate to bring this up, but the, the show Good Times, mm-hmm. you know, Good Times gives me a complete image of what a family life like growing up. Strong father image, <laughs> mother of every concern. Mm-hmm. You know, when you watch these programs with these family types of environments that had that father there and that mother and the kids that were following the rules and so forth, the chances are you're going to have a good growing up environment. And I, know, I said nothing necessarily said you have to be you know, in a single parent relationship to understand what that's all about. You can watch it right there on TV. Right. You know, that was another program I watched, you know, that, that, that I think is ideal. You know, you might think, well, it's just program. No, it's not just a program. You know, Two and a Half Men, watch it dearly. Two and a Half Men has two guys there, a guy who, who, who's playing the role. Okay, then you have this. You have this other guy who just feeding in on him. His name is his name is Alan. <laughs> okay, and then at the same time, uh, they have this son. So what they do is they share responsibilities with the son, and also the son is. Is is passed on between the mom and the uh, between the mom and the daughter. Right. I'm sorry, between the mom and the father. Uh-huh. Okay, now notice how good a relationship they had. They didn't work. They, their issues didn't work out as a couple, but look what they're doing as a couple to raise. He's still paying her child support. He's still paying her alimony. Uh-huh. Okay, all right, and they're sharing custody of that kid. Okay, and they are. Cordial with each other to communicate on a positive level. Okay, that's ideal. That's ideal. So you know, you know, if you watch that program, it's a classic example saying that you are. They're, they're saying, look, yeah, we can break up, but we can still get along and raise this child. Responsibility, right? Responsibility. Now, same way with the job issue. Okay, all right. Uh, you know, give. Who's the individuals who who, who, who who get a job and know uh, and not job hop? Because <laughs> you know when you're job hopping, mm-hmm. that's that, that's not good. You know, job hopping is equivalent to being in a relationship. <laughs> okay, 
you can't keep this job because of whatever. Right. Guess what? I bet that same individual who can't keep their job and always have job hopping, that's the same individual who can't stay in a relationship, committed relationship, because he's, he, you know, things are changing in his life. Right. Okay? So, you know, the, the ideal is, you know, pick a subject, pick a job, pick a person, and just try to hang in there. You know, okay. it's not, life is not easy. Okay. Right. Life is very challenging. Okay. But we can do what we can to try to make it right. Just by you know, just just watching our environment, practicing, mm-hmm. you know, and it, you know, I I understand that uh, you know some of us say, oh man, this is just this too much, uh, too much. But one day at a time, one day at a time, anything is possible. Okay, well, we appreciate that, Mister Lani. We're gonna have to cut it short. We had a good conversation, and the food came in and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> and um, uh, play. Uh, well, appreciate the listeners. We had a good conversation with Mr. Lonnie. Um, he gave some wisdom from his experience of life. Um, we just want to thank you for listening. Thank you for taking the time. And if you made it this far, we appreciate you for listening and and hopefully just share this story with everybody that you. I don't know. I don't know what's the. What's, hopefully, you just share. It. You just share it and, and make sure you. I don't know what's the word, huh? Oh, I don't know. I'm, I'm trying to figure out. I'm trying to give out some positivity, but I'm making it complicated than what it really is. Basically, just share the love, share the peace, be there for one another. And if you got something from this episode, share with somebody that needs to hear it. Until then, peace, love, and positivity, and Herc out. Thank you.